Hi there, I am your host Marlene McConnell and welcome to the Surviving Trauma Stories of Hope podcast. In today's episode, I am thrilled to welcome Dr. Jennifer Pratt to the podcast. Dr. Pratt is a pediatric physician caring for children in the same hospital where she was once treated. Her story has come full circle back to where her life was transformed. Dr. Pratt can now help improve the lives of other children battling critical illnesses with the gift of a wish referral and personally share in the transformation that comes from her patients' wish experiences. Jennifer attended medical school at Midwestern University in Chicago, Illinois, and completed her pediatric residency training at the University of Minnesota. Her areas of interest include teaching medical students and residents quality improvement work and caring for medically complex children. In addition to her work, Jen enjoys golfing and exploring the outdoors with her family. It has been an honor to have Jen join me and I know my listeners, you will love the episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. Comment on the posts on Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. Also head to Amazon.com and Takealot.com and get your copy of my book, Ray of Light. And please leave me a rating and review. It would mean the world to me. Also, please check out my website and download your free journal prompt and relaxing meditation on the resources page. As always, stay tuned and keep listening. Welcome, Dr. Pratt. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's lovely to have you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure. I'm happy to discuss your story and your journey today because you have such an incredible story of just absolutely coming full circle. And, you know, now you you give back to so many that is now in the position that you once were. As a child, you were diagnosed with cancer, leaving you critically ill. Can you walk us through what that experience of being diagnosed with cancer as a child was like? Yes. When I was diagnosed with cancer, I was 10 years old and things were pretty normal. (laughs) I was playing basketball. I was figure skating. I was a really active kid. And all of a sudden I started to experience a pain in my knee, which we first thought might've been growing pains or sports injury, kind of normal, normal kid stuff. Right. And it just wasn't going away. It was waking me up at night. It was becoming more intense to the point where my parents brought me to my pediatrician. And it was at that visit that really everything changed forever. I was sent for an x-ray, which showed a tumor growing in my bone. And from that point on, I was sent to meet with oncologists and sent for biopsies and scans and lots of tests. And ultimately was diagnosed with bone cancer. And I think anyone that's gone through this just knows it's amazing how your whole world can change so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So from that week on, I kind of came to the realization of this diagnosis and went on to uh, go through multiple cycles of chemotherapy where I was in the hospital for long periods of time and uh, multiple surgeries to to, uh, resect the tumor in my leg, as well as lots of physical therapy to essentially learn how to get the strength and mobility to walk again. 
so this whole process was a good year of my life that was extremely challenging. I think as any child or parent knows if they've been through this, it um, is life altering in every way. Yeah, we often hear that dreaded illnesses like cancer can be completely life changing. My understanding of bone cancer is that it's a very serious cancer and it can also be quite aggressive. Mm -hmm. And so being diagnosed with that as a child, I imagine that there were times that you were feeling despondent and perhaps your parents were feeling despondent. But you were one of the children granted a wish by the Make-A-Wish Foundation that led you basically to reimagine a future, the one that wasn't in the hospital with treatments and surrounded by doctors. Do you want to tell us what the wish was and how it helped you to find that hope? Yes, absolutely. So I was so fortunate to be introduced to Make-A-Wish after I was going through treatment for a few months. Things were, were really tough. I was not feeling well. I had lost my hair. I um, was in a wheelchair at that point, wasn't able to walk. And it was hard to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. One of the things for me that really helped me get through my diagnosis and coping with all of the treatments was watching Disney films, drawing. I did a lot of kind of animation type drawing for fun to kind of help me pass the time with with uh, all the treatments and appointments I had. Yeah. And it really, it was hard for us as a family to do things together that we really enjoyed during this super stressful experience. So when I was approached with the possibility of a wish, I immediately knew that I wanted to go to Walt Disney World Resort and have this special trip to look forward to. And as part of my trip, I actually wanted to meet a Disney animator because that was something I really uh, enjoyed and really was helping me get through my treatment. And I cannot tell you just how transformative it was to have that wish. Wow. And to have that to look forward to. It was amazing. Yes. And I imagine that it brought some excitement to your life. And finally, then going on this trip gave you that hope that you were looking for. Yes. Yes. And I think, as everybody knows who's been through this, it you lose kind of a part of your childhood. You lose um, kind of the ability to be carefree and sometimes to let go and just, you know, have fun and enjoy. And um, in a way, it kind of helped me reclaim some of what I had lost and just really gave me hope for the future. I remember sitting in my hospital bed counting down, okay, how many more treatments do I have until my wish? You know, five, four, three, two, one. It was a huge deal to make it um, to the point where I was able to go on my wish trip and to have that special time. Yeah. But I also hear you say you actually lost part of your childhood because of the all of the treatments that you've had to go through. It's almost sort of a grieving process also at the same time that you experience um, because of the things that you that you lost. Absolutely. So yeah. Yeah, it was very powerful to be able to have that wish experience after missing a year of school and activities and sports and holidays being in the hospital. I can't stress enough how impactful it was, not just for me, but really my whole family. Mm -hmm. When we normally hear about the granting of a wish, we normally just associate it with sort of an end point, 
right? We think, okay, this is sort of the last wish that this person who is going through all the treatment is granted. And this is the end. But what was lovely and so inspiring about your your story is that it wasn't an end point, but it was actually a new beginning for you. And listening to your story and giving that there is this big misconception about granting a wish. As a medical advisor now, as a doctor, years later, to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which congratulations, by the way, what an amazing accomplishment. <laughs> Can you tell us how the foundation helps to inspire kids with critical illnesses? Yeah, well, I'm glad that you brought that up because that is a really common misconception with Make-A-Wish is that it's a last wish. And the good news is that for the majority of children, this is not a last wish. This is really, I love how you phrased it, like a new beginning, really, where you're able to take an experience that may have been dark, may have been challenging beyond belief, but then really turn it into something hopeful and something um, that hopefully will inspire not just the child, but the entire family to move forward in a really positive way. So now as a physician, I'm able to be a part of um, helping wishes get granted to children in my area, which is really just an awesome privilege to have. Um, and I see that, you know, the vast majority of children that we do grant wishes for do go on to continue to live full and happy lives. That's wonderful. It, it really is. It's amazing. It's amazing. And we know that these wishes help patients and families in a really positive way actually be able to um, handle their illness more effectively. And um, it's interesting. I was actually involved um, in hearing more about a wish impact study that Make-A-Wish did over this past year that looked specifically at the impact of these wishes. Mm -hmm. And we know it just, it goes so much further beyond just one day or one trip. We know that these wishes give families and patients the ability to handle the trauma, the stress of these experiences in a more positive way. And it actually translates to better health outcomes over time. I really do believe that. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that it actually it translates to these positive health outcomes. So I guess it is possible for a positive experience or a positive outlook to have a positive impact when it comes to critical illness. Yeah, absolutely. I think every day I see, you know, in my work as a physician, how important mental health is to physical health and um, just the interconnectedness between the two. So I really believe that kids and families that have something like this to be hopeful about, it translates to improved mental health and improved physical health. Yeah. What I love is that it goes beyond only the patient. Because I think sometimes we forget when we are diagnosed with cancer, it's traumatic for the person that has to experience it, like you as a young child, being in a hospital bed, being in a wheelchair, you're experiencing it. But it's also so incredibly hard for the the allies, the family members, the um the 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 the, the friends whom who who have to come alongside and hold your hand and watch you go through that experience. So it's it's wonderful that this actually also extends beyond 
only the patient and and can help in a positive way. So, you know, having seen both sides, Dr. Pratt, both as a patient and also as a physician, what guidance do you have for the parents of children who are diagnosed with critical illnesses like cancer? Yeah. So as part of my job, I take care of a lot of families that are in really stressful medical situations. And for parents, I think it's so important for them to also make sure they're getting the help and support that they need, that their mental health is being addressed, um, that they're reaching out. Because children rely so much on their caregivers uh, for comfort and support that really parents need to be sure that they're doing everything they can to take care of themselves and their own needs so they can be there for their child. Well, you know, I'd say I was so fortunate to have family around me that was incredibly positive and motivating even during the really tough times. It can sometimes be hard to have that outlook uh, when you're in the middle of such a stressful situation. So I think encouraging parents, caregivers, um, siblings uh, to really um, reach out for help and support um, during these uh, during these ordeals because they are incredibly traumatic and, and challenging and it's not something we can do alone. Yeah, definitely not. There is that element of healing in community. Absolutely. Yeah. Dr. Pratt, you've got this slogan of from magic to medicine. And I love that. But what does that mean to you? Yes. So for me, I really truly believe that my wish was transformative to really help me see my experience in a positive light. Uh, So after my wish trip and after my treatment had ended and I was getting more back into um, kind of just regular life, I was incredibly motivated to become a physician. It really started right after my experience. Uh, I wanted to one day, you know, really reach out and give back to kids and families that were going through uh, stressful experiences in the hospital. So today I'm fortunate to be a pediatric hospitalist and actually get to work at the same hospital that I was treated at, which is incredibly rewarding. Yes, that's fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. You've been in remission all of this time. Congratulations. That is a huge achievement. Do you have any last words of inspiration that you want to leave us with? Yeah, well, I really do believe that in even like our darkest moments, our most challenging circumstances, that there's light and there's hope. And I really believe that when we find that light and we find that hope, we can run with it and we can go on to do great things. That's fantastic. I, I love it. And I, I agree with you. I think we all have that light inside us. And if we struggle to find it in the midst of the dark times, there's always someone else that will shine their light for us. So thank you. That was really, really inspiring, wise words. Absolutely. Yeah. Dr. Brett, how can people contact the Make-A-Wish Foundation if they would like to be involved or if they would like to be a recipient of a wish? Yep. So the place to go to is wish.org. There you can find out more about wish referrals and about how you can get involved and donate to the organization. Oh, thank you so much. Dr. Pratt, it's been wonderful having you join me today. 
Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. Thanks so much for Thank having me. Thank you for sharing me. your story. It's been lovely. And I wish you all the best with your health and your practice and all the joy that you bring to those little faces that you treat in the hospital on a daily basis. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Pleasure. Take care. That wraps up this podcast episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy my podcast, please take a minute to give me a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe in your favorite podcast directory so you don't miss an episode. Please consider following My Centered Life on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. You can catch me again in the next episode. Same time, same place. Sending you lots of love and light. Bye.